the babies. You brought all the babies. All the lovely, beautiful children. Thank <laughs> you. 
Praise God. Good evening, everyone. Hey now. Lord. Wow, what a blessing to be here, isn't it? Yes. yes. We get to praise in the new year. That's right. We get to do that. We yeah. are blessed. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I know for 2024, we want blessings, you know? Amen. The greatest blessing is the gift of the Holy Ghost, Amen. you know, having Amen. the Lord in our lives. It's not always material things. So whatever a blessing is to you, hold it in your heart and stand up and praise God with us, all right? Amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and furthermore, coffee. <laughs> Makes no difference what you're going through. You're gonna make it. God's gonna see you through. So hold your head up, put a smile on your face. This is another test. You've been hurting deep down inside. I wanna encourage you. It's gonna be alright. Cause troubles and trials, they come like you strong. You keep on running. You keep on running. Get ready for your blessing. For your blessing. God's got a blessing. Oh my, 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 my. God's got a blessing. Do you believe it right now? God's got a blessing. Oh my, 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 my. God's got a blessing. Come on, come on, Amy, receive it. God's got a blessing. 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 With your name on it. Make it personal. With my name 
this is my Freedom looks good on you. Freedom. 
Freedom looks good on you. 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 So try it on. Try it on. Try it on. Freedom looks good on you. Freedom looks good on you. Freedom looks good on you. Freedom looks good on you.
all we ask is more of you. Nothing else can satisfy our heart's desire. Yes, the Lord is good forever, and thou shouted from the mountain. Yes, the Lord is good forever. Oh.
set aside.
Jesus. He's right there with you. I know you feel alone at times. God said he's right there with you. He hasn't forgotten about you. In the midst of your darkness, in the midst of your storm, he's right there with you. When you feel all alone, he's right there with you. He hasn't abandoned you. He hasn't abandoned you. He hasn't left you. He's right there. Shielding you. Protecting you. From all the mess that's going on around you. He hasn't abandoned you. He hasn't abandoned you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. No, I know, Lord. I know, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You're so good. You're so good. Even when we tried to pull away, you're still right there with us, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, right now, Lord. You're so good to us, Lord. Oh, I praise your mighty name, Jesus. Father, right now in your name, Jesus, Lord. We ask that you just touch us here today, God. Lord, we surrender unto you right now, Jesus. Purify our hearts and our minds, oh God. We just thank you for all the things that you're doing in our life, Lord. Lord, we thank you for what's about to come in this year, God. We thank you for having another opportunity to praise you and worship you, God. That you've given us life once again, Jesus. We just want to be better stewards of your word this year, Jesus. We just want to be better stewards of your life, God, that you've given us, God. We surrender to you today, Jesus. We give you all the glory right now, Jesus. We ask that you just touch all those that couldn't be here tonight, Lord. Strengthen and encourage them, Lord. Those that are traveling, Lord. Protect them, Lord. Keep them safe, Lord. Lord, we thank you in all things, Jesus, Lord. We ask that you just touch all those, Lord, that, that are backslidden and lost, Lord. Lord, we pray, we hope that this is a year of recovery for them right now, Jesus. That as they're making a resolution, Lord, that they make a resolution with you, Jesus. And come running back unto you, Jesus. Surrender their lives once again, Jesus. Touch all those, Lord, that will hear your word, Lord. 
Let them receive it, Lord. And walk in newness of life, Lord. Lord, we thank you and we glorify you, Lord. We know that all of our prayers, Lord, are answered according to your will, Jesus. And upon our faith, Lord, we trust and we believe in you. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we pray. We say amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. that word, Pastor. I'm telling you, that's, that's a good word. All right, you can ready to take up an offering right now? I tell you what, even um, Sister Susie said some things that the words that we hear, the word of God that we hear taught, even every time that we sing his praise and those songs are infused with scripture. The lessons that we hear, they're, they're infused with scripture. That's for several reasons. It's for a perfect purpose, for a cause. But I do want to remind you of this. David said that I have hidden your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you. So every time you hear the word of God, whether in, in spoken or written, or in, in, in song, or even in a, in a language, a heavenly language, when you hear that stuff, the Lord is actually imprinting himself in us through the Holy Spirit. Does that make sense? Because that's the thing that helps to rewire you, the inner man, from the inside out. So as we come up, or things come upon us, whatever the situation may be, let's just say that you're, you're, at, a, you're at a light and somebody's about to hit you, the first thing, Jesus, the first thing you'll do, it's calling his name. Does that make sense? Like, Father, you know what I mean? We know who to call. I, I hear people, they start to curse. You know what I mean? When they, say, when they have certain things happen to them, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is the curse word. But the Lord is rewiring us, reassigning our insides, our, our internal nature to his nature. And I just remember there was a time when I was, I was having surgery and and, you know, when they have you under anesthesia, you don't know what's going on. You know, you're, you're, you're asleep. But as I was in the recovery room, I did not know this, but my doctor and those, my family members are in the waiting room. The doctor came out to tell them, you know, my progress. And he said, oh, she, she's fine. She's fine. She's recovering well. She's in the recovery room. She's just back there singing away. You know what I mean? That's the kind of stuff where he just wants to rewire us so then even when we, we're not aware that when we sing, we sing his praise. When we're in trouble, we cry out to him. Does that make sense? Versus cursing or, you know, just, just damning the situation, whatever the situation may be, that that would be our first reaction. Amen? Regardless of your circumstances. So as we begin to give an offering, let's bless him. All right? Let's bless him. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Ushers, y'all ready? Okay, beautiful. Bless that wonderful name, the name of Jesus. Oh, bless that wonderful name of Oh, bless that wonderful name of Oh, another name I know. 
There is power in the name of Oh, power in the name of Oh, power in the name of Oh, another name I know There is healing in the name of Oh, healing in the name of Oh, healing in the name of Oh, another name I know There is victory in the name of Oh, victory in the name of Oh, victory in the name of Oh, another name I know Come on and bless that wonderful name The name of Oh, let's bless him The name of Oh, bless that wonderful name of Oh, another name I know There is power, power Wonder-working power in the blood, in the blood There is power Wonder-working power in the precious blood Oh, there is power, power Wonder-working power in the, oh, in the blood Oh, the Lamb, there is power, power Wonder-working power in the precious blood what can wash away my sin? Hey, oh, what can make me whole again? I'm singing, oh, precious is the blood. That washes white as snow, no, the found I know. Hey, hey. Woo, this is all my hope and peace. And this is all my righteousness. Oh, I'm singing, oh, precious is the blow that washes white as snow. No, the found I take it home, y'all. Nothing but the blood of. Jesus.
Okay, you guys know this is, this is just my, my um, anthem song to the Lord. And um, as we see the end of 2023, I think it's good just to thank him for protection, for the chicken, <laughs> for the afternoon nap. But I, wait, I thought I overslept. Okay, wait, 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 before you do that. So let me tell you what happened. So um, um, after I had uh, baked some stuff for tonight, you know, it was about six o'clock, something like that. So, oh, you know, I'm gonna take a, just a quick nap and that way I'll be ready for tonight. And then, um, so I was just lying in bed and I woke up, it was 7.18. I went, oh, I said, I missed service. I thought it started at seven o'clock. I was supposed to sing with the praise and worship team, and I just picked up my phone, all discombobulated, looking all crazy, and I just started texting Jim. I'm like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. Lord, just please. I said, oh, man, if you could just turn back time. I said, Lord, help me. And he said, you don't have to be there till 930. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So anyway, any good. <laughs> so I thank you for that, too. <laughs> thank you for the nap. Hey! Tragedies are commonplace All kinds of diseases People are slipping away Economy's down People can't get enough pay But as for me All I can say is Thank you Lord for Living out on the street, drug habits some shame they can beat. Muggers and robbers, no place seems to be safe. But y'all's been my protection every step of the way. And I want to say thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Cause I know it could have been me Outdoor With no food And no clothes I could be all alone And without a friend Just another number With a tragedy end But Jesus didn't see fit To let these things be Cause for every day by his mercy he keeps on keeping me And I want to say thank you For all you've done for me You ought to let him know Hey, hey, hey It could have been me Sleeping outdoors With no food Without any clothes You could be all alone And without your friends you could be just another number with a tragic end, but Jesus didn't see it. So let none of these things be, cause they're every day. 
wanna thank you. I wanna thank you. Let me thank you for your love. Let me thank you for protection. Let me thank you for your wisdom. Every day, oh, I just gotta say thank you for holding me. I wanna thank you for scolding me. I gotta thank you for protection. Every day, every hour, I wanna thank you for loving me. I wanna thank you for keeping me. I gotta thank you for the chicken. Every day, every hour, I wanna thank you. You wanna lift your hands and say thank you. We wanna thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Oh. The year ahead will certainly be filled with all kinds of blessings and trials, challenges, and opportunities. But this year, we are resolved to trust God no matter what the circumstance and to follow Jesus wherever he leads us, to forgive those who've wronged us and to bless others with the words that we speak, resolved to pray without ceasing and to study God's word with diligence, to be the first to serve and the last to complain to love at all times, to work unto the Lord, and to be generous with all that we have. Resolved. To cherish the beauty all around us and to spread joy in our community. To walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. To live in faith and not in fear. To exemplify humility, integrity, and gratitude. To honor Christ with our time, treasures, and talents. To make a difference with our lives and to give glory to God in all things. This year, we are resolved. Praise the Lord, everyone. Glory to God. We're uh, happy to have the clutes with us tonight to help us praise in the new year. Anybody else? Anybody here for the first time? New visitors, guests? No? You? First time? Please introduce yourself to us. Praise God. We're glad you're here. Blessed to have you here. How you doing, Eli? Where's that jacket you had on today? All right. He always teased me about that jacket. The jacket I had on this morning, he told me one day, he said, uh, I look like I was with Kim Jong-un or somebody. He said, where'd you get that jacket? Uh, Want to be a, a dictator.com? Yeah, he told me that. I know. That was worse than the headbutt. You know, 
he like he's grown up now. He's married and everything, but he was here at daycare. I was caring for him. It was nap time, so I would tell him take a nap, and he started doing this. It took me a little while to realize you headbutting me. <laughs> you don't have to take a nap, brother. Go stand over there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, I'm I'm uh, excited about what God is doing with us and what He has for us, and I want to share something with you tonight that that I call transformation. Transformation. Before I do that, I want to share something else with you. There was a TikTok message that Camille showed me, and this gentleman, he had the, it kind of goes along with this message, I think, but he said, it's the 10 signs of spiritual sickness. And uh, uh, he said, uh, one of them, number one is you take God's grace for granted. Number two is you're bored with church services. Number three is you don't care about the loss. Number four, you're more attracted to worldly things than spiritual things. Five, you're not serving in the church. Six, you're not making Jesus first in your life. Number seven, <laughs> what? Oh yeah, there's more. No, wait, wait, wait. Wait, after I get the 10, wait, hold your judgment till I get the 10. <laughs> so, number six is you're not making Jesus first in your life number seven is you have no regular devotional life number eight is you're not giving to God's work number ten is I'm sorry number nine you frequently miss church services number ten is you're not honest with yourself now here's the good part Whatever kind of sickness, just me talking now. I'm done with his synopsis. <laughs> Whatever kind of sickness you have, Jesus can heal it. Especially spiritual sickness. Especially spiritual sickness. He talked about that one time. He said, you know, if your right hand or your eye offends you, pluck it out, cut it off. It's better for you that to perish. And you go to heaven in the whole body, you know. So, so apparently... If something is physically wrong with you, you can still have a chance to make it to heaven. But spiritually wrong, no chance. Glory to God. Okay, transformation. Let's begin with Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Praise the Lord. That's a very familiar passage of scripture. And, and, but, but I want to talk to you tonight, and God spoke to me about the fact of being transformed, transformation. Uh, when he says to be not conformed to this world, that means don't be fashioned alike. Don't conform to the same pattern. Don't conform to or fashion yourself according to the world. And he said, I want you to be transformed. Transform, the word transform means to transform. Uh, uh, it's taken from the uh, Greek word metamorphos, which means to ch uh, change, transfigure, or transform. Metamorphos is where we get the word metamorphosis from. You, you understand what that is. And then he says, by the renewing of your mind, that means the renovation, the renewing. It's being renovated, your mind. 
is being renovated. You know how you renovate a house, if you want to think about it that way, where you go in and you take the old stuff out and you put new stuff in. Praise the Lord. Even if it's just painting, the old paint, we're covering that up. But it's renovation. It's a renewal, a renovation, a complete change for the better. So, so uh, 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 interestingly enough, this the Apostle Paul, under the direction of the Lord, wrote this to people who were already born again. He wrote it to the church at Rome. These people were like you and I. They were born again. They were filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. They were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. And now they're in church. They're a church. And God had Paul to write this to them in a letter. And he, he wrote this to these people. In other words, they apparently had not made a complete transformation. Because he said to them, I need you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, the metamorphosis was not complete. You're still shedding the cocoon. See, some folks are looking for something that God has already led them to. Hello? You have people wandering around, popping in here, popping out, popping in, doing this, doing that. You're looking for something that God has already led you to. You're not defined by Jesus. This is you need transformation. I'm just sharing this with you. You need transformation. Like, like he's, you know, it's like when you're not defined by Jesus. You're looking for something other than Jesus to define your life. Hello? Uh, you ever been looking for something that was in your hand? It's like that. You know? No, I do that a lot of times. You know, I have a little circle, a little key ring, and I have the key ring hanging on my finger like that, and I'm walking around looking for my keys. Oh, my goodness, there they are right there. They're in my hand. In my hand. Praise the Lord. But that'll happen sometimes. See, the peace, the joy, the assurance, and the significance you're trying to find, you already have in Christ. Some people want to be, you know, I want to be significant. I want something about my life to be the, well, you're not defined by Jesus. See, I've shared with you before, there's nothing else that can impress me. You would have to die on a cross, and your blood would have to forgive my sins. If you can't beat that, whatever, you no, know, that's nice. I appreciate what you're doing. Oh, that's a lovely gift you have, but I'm not impressed. See, there's nothing more significant. When I, you know, I, I shared this with you before too. Before, before I got saved, I used to write. You know, I had an English teacher that thought I was just a great writer. And so I kept writing even after I flunked out of school. You know, I had things, boy, I wrote all kind of things. I met Camille, oh, you are the flower in my garden. Boy, I, was, <laughs> I was tough, you know. I could put it into words, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, no, no. But after I got saved, this is what I thought. Everything that means anything is already written. It's in the Bible. You don't write for what? What do you have to say that hasn't already been said? Praise the Lord. But 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 folks are looking for things. They're trying to get something that God has already given. The transformation from caterpillar to butterfly is a phenomenon that is unexplainable. 
that metamorphosis that we're talking about with transformation. That's unexplainable. In other words, it was already something. And then by some force of God, it became something else. You know, I used to say, you know, you were the ugly little worm and then you turn into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> you understand? But, but, but no, you are, it was already something. And then by the force of God, it became something else. You should also know that because someone reads the Bible and hears the truth preached, doesn't mean that they are transformed. Like the caterpillar, transforming happens based on something God does with you. It's something that God does. We can't transform you just by preaching to you. We can't transform you just by laying hands on you. We can't transform you. Obviously, you don't, you're not completely transformed even after you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The problem is there's still some of you there. Glory to God. James chapter 1 verse 27 says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Here's the part that's important for you tonight. To keep yourself unspotted from the world. See, if, you, if you're transformed, uh, you're not spotted by the world. If you have a real transformation, then something happened where you don't allow yourself to be spotted by the world. You stay unblemished. See, here, here's, here's something else that folks are trying to do. They're trying to rise above where and what God is doing in their life. Now, this is power. This is real subtle for you to understand. But that was Lucifer's problem. You want to rise above what God had already done with you. It was wonderful. It was great. What you had, what God had done with you. But you wanted to rise above that. See, saints are like that too. You, oh, I want to be something else. I want to be, I want to have this kind of significance. I want to be known as this. I want people to think this is me. Well, you, you're trying to rise above. You're doing the same thing that Lucifer did. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Jesus taught something like this. One time he taught something. He said, either make the tree good, Matthew 12, 33, he said, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt, for a tree is known by its fruit. In other words, if you are this new creation, if you're this new creature, all the old things are passed away. Everything has become new. So, there's no in-between. No, either make the tree good and it's fruit good or make it corrupt. It's one of those. One of those. See, that's why I think it's important for us to understand this thing about God wanting us to be transformed. Now, when Paul wrote that to the uh, church, in Rome, he, he gave them a way to do it. He said, I want you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind got to change. Things have to go differently in your mind. See, when Jesus said, look, I want you to either make the tree good and its fruit good, 
or, eat, or, or else make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt. You, you're going to know the tree by its fruit. It's known by its fruit. In other words, let's, let's get off the fence. Let, let, let's get off the fence. <laughs> you know, um, I, I know this to be a fact. That the, uh, and the Bible talked about this, how Jesus will suffer things to go a certain way until he brings you to a greater amount of knowledge. And we all know that, all of us who are born again, God suffered us to be something and do things and be things until, okay, uh, enough. Enough. You did that already. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I did so many things that could have caused you to leave. But you're still right here by my side. Oh, God, I'm grateful. So very grateful. Because you remain. <laughs> uh, glory to God. See, see, see. Uh, 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 let's get off the fence. Let's go all the way being transformed. I want to be new. I want to be different than I was. You know, here's one of the things that, 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 that happened to me periodically. When some things are going on, when I'm praying or when I'm just meditating on God, or when God is telling me what to share with people, what to say to people if I'm meeting with somebody, or if somebody calls me and they have an issue or problem and they want me to discuss it with them, to counsel with them about it, and then I'll start, you know, God will start giving me stuff to say to them. You know, sometimes I want to turn around and say, who are you? Who, who are you supposed to be? Who do you think? It, I'm not who I was. I'm not. You know, I, I told Pastor Derek, I, I share this with a lot of people that, that are ministers, that God had them to minister to other people. But one of the first things you have to do is get over yourself. You have to get over yourself because God has done something with you that you don't even recognize as you. He's transforming you. He's changing you. Yeah, I'm going to be different than I was. When the caterpillar transforms into the butterfly, he never changes back into the caterpillar. He never changes back. That, that doesn't happen. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You've been tempted to go back to what you were, but you stood strong. Some of us went back for a little while and it came back. I mean, you know, to be honest. But, 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 you understand, you were fighting against the things that God did. You're fighting against the phenomenon of transformation, yeah. metamorphosis that God showed you in nature. Yeah, you, you, but the trick is when the enemy tempts you with being what appears to be something else better. No, you're not going back what you used to be. You're going to be something else better. But let me share something with you. It's the same thing. You're just a different kind of sinner, but yet a sinner. You're no different. You're still an abomination to God. James chapter 4 and verse 4 says, You adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Whosoever will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. If you're a friend of the world, you're not transformed. You could very well be in the church at Rome or any other church, 
of born-again folk that are underdeveloped in righteousness. Hello? No, no, no. You, 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 if you are friends with the world, you're not transformed. You, you couldn't be. You, 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 you're not in, in, in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. In other words, you're not that new creation. If you're in Christ Jesus, you're a new creation. It says creature, but that word is really a new creation. You're not what you, you you're something different. You're not what you were before. See, you're not, you, that hasn't happened completely in you yet if you're still friends with the world. The world, you know, one time I gave an example like this. The devil is flirting with you. That, that's what he's doing. When he's trying to tempt you, he's flirting with you. He's seducing you. And you should tell him, I'm already with somebody. I'm with someone. No, I'm sorry. I'm with someone. <laughs> Let me tell you, I want you to get this for real. James, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Let me see. Who else here? Who else here? Jim, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Eris. Men. Let me just say this men. If a woman flirts with you, it is going to be enticing. You're going to get all giddy. Even if you're saying to them, oh no, I'm married. <laughs> I'm married. But you're all giddy about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> look at V give James that look. No, you, that ain't you, huh, bro? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll get giddy about it because you're flattered. Hello, God's trying to tell you the same thing happened to you if the, if the world, if the devil could come along and tempt you like that and try to seduce you and you get all giddy about it, then something is wrong. You still need transformation. You need to tell him, look, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have time for this foolishness. You want Jesus? I don't know if y'all get those those uh, uh, emails from somebody. I don't know where they're from, but some woman who says some hi. <laughs> Immediately. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you ever had that happen, brother? Yes. See, there you go. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Look, no, let me let me let me share with you. Let me let me share this with you. This this is good. Years ago, back in the 80s, there was a woman that used to call up our house. And she used to say, Oh, you're Moten? I my name, I'm a Moten and something like that. She went on and on like that. And I said, Oh, whatever. And I entertained the conversation. She called back. She called back several times. And Camille told me, why are you even talking to her? I can't hear. I was shooing her, you know. I can't hear. I'm trying to hear with the words. <laughs> you know, this I said, uh-uh. No, no. Right then, she should have gone upstairs, got her suitcase. I said, brother, I'm out. 
<laughs> but you see, I'm showing you how, how God has transformed me over the time. See, what I should have said was, sweetheart, and then I found out later on in the, about the third time she called, your name ain't Moten. You was married to somebody named Moten. You ain't my relative. You playing. Okay, now when I get those emails now, immediately, you know God will save you. Jesus will do something for your life. I'm not playing. I don't want no pictures of you. I don't want nothing. All I want to know is do you want to know Jesus? I am not friends with the world. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sorry, devil. I'm with somebody. Glory to God. Look, look, look. See, uh, the Bible says this. The world is wicked. The whole world is wicked. First, first John 5, 19 says, and we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. The whole world is in hurtful evil. It's, it, it, it's, it's evil in effect or influence. Moral culpability, derelict, vicious, bad, evil. The world is like that. That's the Bible telling you that. No, we know the whole world lieth in wickedness. So uh, we can't be friends. I'm sorry, we cannot be friends. We cannot. I'm transformed. God has transformed me. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 and 24. Uh, uh, it says that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. First thing you have to understand is that your old man and, and your behavior, being an old man, was corrupt according to deceitful lust. Now, if you're still walking around saying, I wasn't all bad, then something's wrong. Okay? Uh, because you in the world and the whole world lieth in wickedness. So he says this first thing you need to do is put off the old man and all the corrupt, uh, 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 all his behavior, all his conversation, which was corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So you're putting on something new. You put off the old man. See, see, so part, of, part of what the problem is is that we're being consumed with worldly stuff. That includes people that prevents us from being fully transformed. You, 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 you're involved with stuff. You, you're consumed with worldly things. So, so you can't be transformed. Not completely. You know, you're wondering about this, wondering about that. You have people that you're tied up with. I, no. I need my transformation to be complete. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be part. And the Bible tells you several times, when he tell you to take off the old man, he tells you several times, Colossians 3.10 tells you again also, he says, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. 
In other words, you should be operating as Christ did. You should be operating uh, uh, after the knowledge of the image of him that created you. You're putting on something new. I, 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 want, I, want to, I, I want to get through this, God. I want to be transformed completely. I don't want to have these lingering things. You, you know, I, I used to think about this before, uh, uh, years ago. I want to get to the point, God, where, you know, uh, things that used to tempt me don't tempt me anymore. That's what I, that's what I want to get to. See, the Bible said, uh, uh, James, in the book of James, it tells you that you can't be tempted by anything unless you want that. You have to want to do that to be tempted by it. You know, that's why nobody can tempt you to jump off the top of the building on your head on the pavement. I don't want to do that. You, that will never be tempting to me. But if there's something that you want to do, oh, he can, he can use that to tempt you. Well, my desire was, God, I want to be there. You know, I, I, so I, we used to say this, God, help my want to. That's what I want you to do, God. I want you to deal with what, what I want. I don't want that anymore. So that way it's no temptation. I used to pr pray about that. No, God, I want to get to the point where those things don't even affect me like that. I was asking God without knowing it, God, I want you to transform me. I want to be transformed. I want to go through a transformation. I'm tired of crawling. I'm ready to fly now. Glory to God. Romans 13 and 14 says, but put you on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. In other words, you have to, you have, when he says make no provisions for the flesh, you know when you're going somewhere, if you're going out of town on a vacation or something, or you have something to do, you, you make provisions for that. You, you know, you call ahead, you make provisions, you do all that kind of stuff like that. Well, you know, a lot of times you, you're sitting around and you're making provisions to fulfill your lust. So, so you know, you're doing fine after Wednesday. Oh, gosh, between Wednesday and Sunday, ain't no church, ain't nothing. So, you know, I got plans for Friday. I got plans to fulfill my lust on Friday. Saturday, I'm going to sit home and feel bad about it. Sunday, I'm going to go to church and play like it never happened. Hello. But he says this, I need you to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I told you to put off the old man. Now I need you to put on the new man. The new man is Christ. I need you to put that on. And now don't make any accommodations for your flesh. I mean to fulfill the lust thereof. I'm not talking about don't eat. Don't make a meal. Don't do that. I'm talking about to fulfill these lusts, these things that are driving you to go against godliness. We're talking about being transformed. Transformation. Oh, I'm saved. I'm in church now. Okay, but are you transformed? Are you transformed? Is your mind renewed? Ephesians 1. Verses 3 and 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings 
in heavenly places in, uh, in Christ. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now, here's, it's just amazing the fact that, okay, God, you chose us before the foundation of the world. In your mind, somewhere in the, the world, the history of the world, there was going to be somebody born, and his mother and father is going to name him Michael Moten, and this man is going to one day hear the gospel, and he's going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and be born again, and he's going to strive after me. I, I chose that. Before the world began, before the foundation of the world, that was in, my, in the head of God, in the mind of God. You too, not just me. Like that. So, so, and, and here's the part that what he was doing was, he, he chose you that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. In other words, when I chose you, I, it, the end of it wasn't just that you were going to church. The end of it was that you were going to be transformed. You're going to go through a transformation. You're going to be something totally different. You know, not something that's lingering in and out and going this place, just been looking for something to be and all that kind of... No, not that. You're going to go through a transformation to where you would be satisfied. You would be set with what you are, who you are, where you are, what I'm doing with you. You would trust me that I have your interests, your best interests at all. You would trust all the things of God. That's what I saw. See, God's intent is that we are sacred, physically pure, morally blameless, or religious, that we are ceremonially uh, uh, consecrated and unblemished. That's his intent. That's what the Bible says here, that you are holy. That means that you are sacred. You're physically pure. You're, you're morally blameless. You, you, you are ceremonially consecrated. Something happened to you that consecrated your life, that set you apart. That's what his desire is. That's what he says. He chose you from the foundation of the world that you should be holy. And that you would be without blame. You would be unblemished. The Bible says he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. Transformation. Transformation. Lord, I don't know if I can do that. You can if you allow me to transform you. If you allow me to transform you. You know, <laughs> we read a scripture this morning that said, you know, you, you're the branches. You, 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 you got to stay connected to the vine. Without him, you can do nothing. Don't think you can make yourself righteous or holy. I know I'm going to be good. I'm going to do this, Lord, and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You're wasting your time. You'll be in sin next week or the next day because you're trying to do it on your own. I tell people that, look, I know people that had addictions. They were addicted. People addicted to crack cocaine and everything. I had an assistant pastor. He was addicted to crack cocaine at one time, and he, and he came through. He went through all this kind of stuff. He went through the, the halfway house and all that, the programs and everything like that. And then after a while, he got back on crack cocaine. And, and somebody told me, say, oh, yeah, I think he was high. I said, well, you know, that's no big deal to him because he already knows this. The same way that you walk back into it, you can walk right out of it. 
You know the Lord. You can walk right out. No, I'm like God, God will take away anything that is trying to overtake you. If you allow him to transform you. I told you this before too. God started doing stuff with me before I even heard. I never even heard about you can get the Holy Ghost. The first day the man witnessed to me and, you know, he said, let's pray and all this kind of stuff. And I lit my cigarette. I put the cigarette down in the ashtray and, you know, I wanted to quit smoking, but I wasn't trying. You know, because we'd be at home, we'd be, you know, partying at the house, you know, and stuff. And I start coughing <coughs> and everybody stopped. I think even the record player stopped. Everybody looking at me. What y'all looking at, man? Give me that. I'm okay. You know, I wanted to quit smoking. But it wasn't like I was saying I'm going to cut down on anything like that. But God knew I wanted to quit. So that day, he took cigarette smoking from me. Never had a desire. He took it. I was, it was just as much a habit to me as anything else. Anybody else's addiction. He just took it. Just like that. You know, you ain't saved yet. You don't even know about how to be saved. You ain't even heard of receiving the Holy Ghost. But I ain't going to show. I can transform things. I can take things. No, I know. You don't know if you can do all that. I don't know if I could be without the world. I don't know if I could be unblemished, Lord. Yeah, but if you let him transform you, you can. Glory to God. Mm, mm, mm. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 2 uh, uh, say this. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek these things, those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection on the things above, not on things on the earth. See, here's something God's telling you if you want to know. You know, uh, 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 Minister uh, Tracy always do tell me, say, look, uh, when you preach, and I like, you know, uh, uh, you know, Mike, but, but I need steps. Some of that stuff you're talking about, I need steps. I ain't, I ain't want to tell that. Here's your favorite scripture. You could repeat this one right up. Here it is. Here's one of your steps right here. Set your affection on things above. You know, things when you start to figure out, oh, I just love this. No, let it be something above. <clears throat> you know, no, <clears throat> it's okay to like, you know, you see something, you know, that appeals to you and stuff like this. But the things that you set your heart on, no, this, oh, I love this. That, no, that means something in God. Set your affection on things above where Christ is. Not on things of the earth. You start loving things on the earth, you understand? The earth don't pass away. The Bible said the earth will pass away. See, this year we should make our resolution to be transformed. This year, that's, you know, like when you start thinking about New Year's resolution, a lot of people, they don't even, we're done making New Year's resolutions. We've been doing that so long, I'm done with that because they don't last, you know. I don't, I don't really follow through on it and all that stuff. So, so um, they don't do that anymore. But, but if you have one, if you think about it, you should make your goal 
something that you're resolved to do to be transformed. God, I want to be transformed. I want to know what it's like. That, that was, you know, I had a curiosity like that. I read things in the Bible. I want to, what, what are you talking about? Be transformed by renewing your mind. I want to know what that is. God, how does that happen? What is that? Because these folks are already saved. That's why Paul wrote them a letter. Because I already established a church with y'all. And I established a church the same way I did in the book of Acts. When those people were talking to me. And I was saying to them, well, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And they said, we haven't even heard there'd be such a thing as the Holy Ghost. I asked them, well, what was you baptized for then? Because the message is, repent. And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You ain't heard the Holy Ghost. What was you getting baptized for? And they said, Oh, we were baptized in the John's baptism. Well, that was just to tell you to get yourself right, to repent. That baptism was still repentance. You got a piece of it. You didn't know what you was doing, but that's what that was for. Let me baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when I pray for you, we're going to have a church now in Ephesus. And they received the gift of the Holy Ghost. See, see, yes, yes, yes. I know you should make your resolution to be transformed. And yes, you've been changed. And you've probably been changed more than once for the better. You've probably done that before. No, but this time. I'm giving you my mind, Lord. Hello. This time I'm giving you my mind. See, see, a lot of people, they don't, they, you don't want to give up your mind. That, that's a part of you holding on to. I wonder why telling me how to think. Why? The Bible tells you that. Whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is good, whatsoever is good report, whatsoever, think on these things. He told, I'm telling you what to think. Problem is, you keep trying to hold on to your mind. You don't want to let go of that. But that's how you'd be transformed. That's how you're going to be transformed. Your mind is going to have to be renewed. So this time, when you make this change, when you uh, uh, resolve yourself to be transformed, then give him your mind. I want it to be that everything that comes up, that's what I want. I want it to be that everything that comes up, I first think of how that fits into my new life. A holy life. A transformed person's life. How does that fit? I'm telling you, man, look. One of, one of the biggest blessings God gave me was this. When he had the people call me up at Boys Town and say, would you like to be the Protestant pastor? Wait, 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 hold up. I'm already a pastor. And the last time I encountered you all, y'all were after me. This is a distraction. And God said, no, just play it out. Go see. I went, go see. You know? Oh, you, you, you. So, Mike, are you going to keep your ministry that you have? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you can't be thinking I'm going, you know. <laughs> this I know God did. What you're doing, I'm checking out. And God said, here you go. I didn't know it then. I didn't know how long it was going to last. I didn't know what was going to happen about it. I just knew that this. Okay, God, you ain't sent me here to play with these people. So when these children say, oh, I want to be baptized. You do well. You have to meet with me. I'm going to have to tell you what baptism is. 
It ain't that stuff your mom and them been saying or what they told you here. This is what baptism is right here. And although the plumbers are mad because I told them they got to take the floor off, we got to be in the pool. There's no sprinkling. I'm going to baptize you in the name of Jesus. Baptize you in the name of Jesus. And, you know, I don't know what you're going to do with it, but you know what baptism is about. And you got you headed down appropriately in your life. I want to know how this thing that you're doing, how that's going to fit into my life because I'm not who I used to be. I'm not just jumping at anything. I'm not looking for preaching engagements. I'm not trying to be something. I had some people, I had some people at the, uh, one time, you know, when they, when they let me do that, I'd say, okay, come on, we're going to get, get y'all to sing and all that kind of stuff. We had a little group of people, Mike, uh, Pastor Derek, uh, Hawk, who else was there? Mimi, Mimi. Yeah, a little group. Y'all gonna come sing there. You know, and I had them to come rehearse because I wanted to get the mics and everything right. <laughs> Hawk said, It's kind of big for you, huh? I said, Big? What are you talking about, man? They ain't gonna be with 300 people here or something like that. We're we, we, we trying to reach the whole universe. This ain't big. This ain't nothing. Glory to God. How will that fit into my life? How does that represent Jesus? I have to represent Christ when I get there. I can't just be there playing around. I'm not there for you to say nice message, Pastor. In fact, that was the last thing anybody said. Yeah, one woman, they told me, they told me straight up, two, at, two of them at a time. And when you said this, you know, I made the mistake of saying this. I said, uh, it wasn't a mistake, it was what God told me to say, but I said, you know, what you're teaching kids is righteousness. You're a minister of righteousness. Oh, that cut their heart. I said, everybody know you're not going to get rich being a family teacher. Oh, this one would live it. My kids are always, they're already asking me if I'm doing this for the money and stuff. And I don't, you shouldn't have said that. I said, no, I should have said that. I said, I used to be a consultant. I was a family, and I was a consultant. You want me to tell you what you should teach? Because inappropriate for somebody to ask you how much money you make. That's a poor skill. You should be teaching for that. Another one, couple of things. And you did this, and you said this. And you said, I'm not coming here anymore. I said, yeah, that's exactly what the message was about. Right. You don't have to. <laughs> There's another church right across the street. Glory to God. No, it has to fit into my life. It has to fit into a holy life, a transformed life, or I can't do it. Glory to God. Let me hurry so we can shout at midnight. John chapter 2, 14 through 16. We talked about this a little bit this morning. Uh, it says, and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables and said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence, make not my father's house a house of merchandise. I told you this morning that the temple of God is you. 
this, those people, they didn't know about that. The disciples, you know, you're not yet the temple of God. I'm not in you. He told them, he said, I'm not, I'm with you, but I'm going to be in you. But now he's in us. We are the temple of God. God dwells in you. You, 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 you may have something going on in your temple that does not fit with the dwelling place of a holy God. That's why he needs to transform you. That's what he was doing to them. It's time to turn over some tables. It's time. It's time to drive out that stuff out of the temple. Take that stuff hence. Not in my father's house. Not in the house of God. It's time for a true transformation. True transformation. Oh yeah, you've been to church. I don't know how long it was after the church was established at Rome that Paul wrote the letter to the Roman church. I don't know how long they had been saved. But when they got that letter, it's time to be transformed now. It's time to be transformed. I know y'all been running around speaking in tongues and waving and shouting and singing and all that. I'm singing glory to his name. Glory to him. Dead to my with the blood of blood. Glory to him. You know, y'all was having a good time. Okay, but now we need to transform you. Because after you get through singing and shouting and stuff like that, you out there being friends with the world. You are not transformed yet. I need your mind to be renewed. I, I want to end with this. There was something that happened. Uh, uh, Camille showed me another uh, TikTok story. That's my connection to the Facebook and the TikTok and the X and the whatever. You know. But she only shows me stuff that she knows I can tolerate. Bless her heart. Uh, uh, there was a story about this firefighter on TikTok. There was an 89 year old white man who was in this restaurant and he was having a birthday party or some kind of celebration or whatever. And uh, uh, this young black man was there and he went to the bathroom or something. He ran into the man. He told the man, oh, happy birthday. You know, looks like you all are having a great time, whatever, like that. And uh, so the firefighter, uh, uh, he was uh, a firefighter back in the 60s, in 1960, whatever, like that. Uh, um, and he told this young man about the time when they would allow black people to die in a fire, pretending that they couldn't get to them to save them from the fire. He confessed that to him. He said, you know, I was a firefighter back in the 60s. Sometimes we'd go to a house and the black people in the house and the house was burning up. We just let it, let it you know, we'd play like, oh, I, we couldn't get to them and let them burn in the house. And, and you know, and, and then he said, on one occasion, uh, something happened. He locked eyes with his baby that was in this burning house. And uh, before, and he, you know, before he left to let the house burn, 
he locked eyes with the baby. That caused him to quit the fire department. Something about seeing that baby was a transforming event for him. Uh, that's an awful story. You know, with all the inhumane stuff and all the race stuff and all the whatever, all these sicknesses that are in the world, you understand, that, that's a very awful story. But when Camille was showing me this and telling me about it, God told me, many Christians are like that man. Regardless of race or whatever age or whatever, like many Christians are like that man. We walk out into the world where people are in a burning hell. Sometimes we pretend that we can't get to them and save them from the fire they are doomed to face. Oh, oh, I was about to talk to them. No, you're pretending. We pretend we can't get to them. This is your transformation. This is your transformation. What, 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 what will change you? What's going to make me? See, see, a lot of times what we do is we keep looking for areas, areas where we can be in control. You do this uh, uh, wherever, whenever, and with whomever is over you, including Jesus. I want to be in control. When you're at work, I don't like my boss. You're at home. I don't like my parents. I don't like my husband. I don't like my this. I don't like my that. They're always doing this. You're looking for a place where you can be in control. And what you're doing is practicing not being in control by Jesus. The greatest thing that ever happened in your life happened when you gave up control. When you said, Lord, I got, you, you have it. I don't care. That's what happens when you give up control in Christ. This is a new step. There's a new step for a lot of people. Jesus is trying to take you to a new place in him. Give up control of your life completely. This is your transformation. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, all the things that it teaches us. And Lord, we thank you for the power that you have to change us. We thank you, God, that it's your desire that we're changed and transformed. Lord, all we have to do is let you. Lord, touch us right now so that we can give up control. Touch us right now, God, that we're not seeking something other than what you've already set up for us. Fix us, Lord. Cause us to submit to you. Change our minds, Lord. We know, God, that it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. You, you, you would cause us to change our mind, to change our thinking. You, you bring us to a point of compunction, Lord, where we're sorry for what we did and we want to fix it. Would you continue to do that in our lives, God? Lord, we just want to be what you want us to be. And this year, th this, this coming year in our lives, 
Lord, we want, to, we, we want to be transformed. We want to take that next step. We want to step into being more new, more like you. We, we, we want to walk as you walked, Lord. We want to follow your steps. You, you gave us the perfect example. You set it up for us, God, that we would have something to aspire to. Something that we desire to be. And then, God, you, 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 you give us the power. You, you use your power so that we're able to be that. God, this is your will, your will, your will. We just want to do, God, what you would have us to do. We realize, oh God, that, that that's, our, that's our reasonable service. We, we want to present our bodies to you, submitted as living sacrifices, holy, acceptable to you, Lord. We want to get away from being conformed to the world, being friends of the world. Renew our minds, oh God. Renew our minds. We want to make the complete change. The complete change, Lord. We want you to do as you do with the caterpillar and the butterfly. Use your power, whatever it is, God. Whatever you desire, whatever you do, however you do it. But transform us. Change us. Hallelujah. God, make it where we're not even recognizable to our own selves. But one day we look around and say, who are you? Who am I? I'm not what I used to be. God, I'm so different. Is this what you wanted, Lord? Is this what you wanted, Lord? Lord, then this is what I want to be. Whatever you've called me to be, whatever you've made me to be, this is it, Lord. Thank you for leading me. Thank you for guiding me. Thank you for bringing me to the space and the place where I could be what you want me to be. We give you glory and honor, Lord. We bless your wonderful name. Lord, this new year approaches. As the clock winds down. Though, though we praise you every day in our lives. God, we want to give a unified praise. Glory to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your wonderful name, Jesus. We thank you for another year. Lord, make this year better than the last one. Take us to a new place. A new step in you, Lord. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. You deserve our praise, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, my God. We look forward to the day, Lord, where all we have to do is praise you. Our lives will be consumed with the praises of God. Hey, 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 hey. Transform us, Lord. Jesus. Somebody say, I want to be transformed. I, I, I want to be like that. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Come on, submit yourself to God. Come on, somebody wants to submit to God. Hey, Basha. I know how that goes. Jesus. I'm giving it to you, Jesus. I'm giving you myself, Lord. I'm submitting myself to you. I'm submitting myself to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. I all completely, Lord. I'm submitted to you now, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a new year. It's a new me. It's a new year. It's a new me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hey, 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 hey. All glory and honor to your name, Jesus. Hush up. I'm going to be new this year, Lord. My mind is changed, Lord. I want to be complete. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm submitted to you now, Lord. I want to be different. I'm yours. I'm yours. Ebasha. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Have your perfect way. Have your will, God. Change me, Lord. Hush. I give you myself whole and complete. Now make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen, Lord. Ah, without you, I can do nothing. Jesus. Hush. Jesus. Hush. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
to God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Huh. In your name, Lord. Jesus. That's it. Yes. Jesus. Oh, Come on, church. Just a little bit more. Come on, one day you're going to be in heaven. All you're going to do is praise him. Stand before the throne. Kneel at the front of the throne and praise him. Oh, yes. Go ahead, look at look back at the old you and say bye-bye. Look back at the old you, the old man that you put on. Come on, you put on something new. You're not searching for anything. You have what you need. Jesus. Jesus. It's a new year, it's a new me, Lord. No more on the fence. I'm all in. I'm no longer on the fence. I, I accept the new me. Yes, Lord, I want to be that. I, I want people to look at me and say, You're different. When people say, who do you think you are? I don't know. It's something that God made me. I don't know what I am. Yes, Lord. Praise his name. Come on. Praise him. Praise him. Come on. Some people are getting their help. Some people are getting their help. I told you. God is doing the work. Come on. He's doing the work. Come on, this is your transformation. This is your transformation. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
God, one more praise. Hallelujah. 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 I don't have a bulletin, so. But I'm going to bust the food. Father, in your name, Jesus, Lord, we just want to thank you and glorify you for all the things that you've done for us, Lord. Lord, we ask that right now, Lord, that you bless the hands that prepared this meal, God. Lord, as always, Lord, we're mindful of your body and your blood, Lord Jesus, Lord, that was shed for us, Lord. Lord, we thank you and glorify you for all things that you do, Lord. Lord, we ask that you bless the time of our fellowship, God, and we ask that you just continue to be with us, Lord, even as we leave here today, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.